Greetings, friends and brethren in the Lord. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness. I'm Don Noble of Pure Heart Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you today with exceedingly great joy. Well, we have definitely entered into 2017, and I believe it's going to be an exciting year for the church. Now, the Lord has given me a word for the church for 2017 and ahead, and so today, I want to share with you what I believe the Lord has spoken to my heart. Now, typically, I begin inquiring of the Lord early November as to what He wants to say for the uh, year coming up. I didn't hear anything in November, and then in early December, my husband and I were driving home from Williamsburg, Virginia, and I began to inquire of the Lord. Now, I was the one driving. He was in the passenger seat reading when suddenly the Lord began to highlight red trucks. I saw one red truck after another. And at first I thought, that's really odd. Why am I seeing all these red trucks? Then it dawned on me. The Lord was trying to get my attention. Now, that's how the Lord speaks to me. I'm a seer, so... I see things in the spirit realm spiritually, but many times I see it in the natural and through the natural, he begins to speak to me about the spiritual. For the next two hours, I saw a total of 148 red trucks, red cars, red sports cars, and red semi-trucks, one after another. It was striking to me because as I saw them in the natural, I saw them also in the spirit. Now, don't ask me to explain that, because I can't. But all these vehicles were passing me, and they were going very, very fast. After a while, I began noticing vehicles in the opposite direction that were also red. And that's when I saw the red semi-trucks. Once we arrived home, the next day... While I was heading into town, it began again. Red trucks, red sports cars, and red cars. Then a week later, now mind you, I'm still inquiring of the Lord. Is this you? What are you trying to tell me? I'm not sure I completely understand why I'm seeing red vehicles. But a, about a week later, while watching TV, I saw uh, a Chevrolet commercial for red, uh, a Chevrolet commercial to sell trucks, and all the trucks in the commercial were, you guessed it, they were red. Then the Lord began to highlight two other words the word wonder and the word jewels. And no matter where I went, I would see those two words. So again, he got my attention. Then, while I was away at a conference, uh, at the end of December, the Lord began highlighting pictures of camels, many pictures of camels, one after another. And I was really perplexed because I couldn't see any connections between all the things that he was showing me. Of course, that's in the natural. But as I continued to inquire of the Lord, I asked him 
to take me into the scriptures. I wanted to know by his word. See, it's really important. You know, I I don't want to be flaky. I don't want to just be giving some word, but it's not grounded or founded in the word. So I asked the Lord, Lord, for whatever you're showing me, will you take me to a set of scriptures? And lo and behold, I literally opened my Bible to 1 Kings chapter 10, verses 1 through 13. And for those of you not familiar with 1 Kings 10, this is the story of the Queen of Sheba's visit to Solomon. So I'm going to share these scriptures. It's a it's a brief story. So starting in verse 1, chapter 10 of 1 Kings. Now when the Queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. She came to Jerusalem with a very great retinue. And I believe in the New King James, it, or the Old King James, it says, with a very great caravan with camels that bore spices, very much gold and precious stones. And when she came to Solomon, she spoke with him about all that was in her heart. So Solomon answered all her questions. There was nothing so difficult for the king that he could not explain it to her. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his servants, the service of his waiters, and their apparel, his cupbearers, and his entryway by which he went up to the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. Then she said to the king, It was a true report which I heard in my own land about your words and your wisdom. However, I did not believe the words until I came and saw with my own eyes. And indeed, the half was not told me. Your wisdom and prosperity exceed the fame of which I heard. Happy are your men, and happy are these your servants, who stand continually before you and hear your wisdom. Blessed be the Lord your God, who delighted in you, setting you on the throne of Israel. Because the Lord has loved Israel forever, therefore he made you king to do justice and righteousness. Then she gave the king 120 talents of gold, spices in great quantity, and precious stones. There never again came such abundance of spices as the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. And we're just going to jump down to the last verse there, 13, verse 13. Now King Solomon gave the queen of Sheba all she desired. Whatever she asked, besides what Solomon had given her according to the royal generosity. So she returned and went to her own country, she and her servants. Now, verse 2 says that she came to Jerusalem with a very great caravan with camels that bore spices, very much gold and precious stones. 
And it says, when she came to Solomon, she spoke with him about all that was in her heart. You see, this was a woman who came to hear and to gather the great precious jewels of wisdom from the king. There was a deep longing in her heart to seek something of great spiritual value. You see, she traveled a great distance to receive something she knew she could not obtain anywhere else. She had heard about this king. There were mysteries and unanswered questions that she had pondered in her heart. The Bible says that Solomon answered all of her questions, and there wasn't anything that she asked that he didn't have an answer for. Solomon's words held the key that unlocked her heart, and she was willing to pay whatever it cost. She didn't travel alone. Caravans in those days were made up of at least 18 camels. The queen's caravan was carrying the spices, the gold, the precious stones, supplies and food for the accompanying servants, and of course the camels traveling with her, and possibly other items for trade. When the queen recognized Solomon's wisdom in it and observed the palace he constructed and the attentive service of his servants, their fine apparel, the food on their table, and the beautiful stairway that led up to the temple, she was in complete awe. One version says that there was no breath left in her. I call that speechless. What she beheld with her eyes brought wonder to her heart. She said to Solomon, to the king, Blessed be the Lord your God, who delighted in you, setting you on the throne of Israel. Because the Lord has loved Israel forever, therefore he made you king to do justice and righteousness. You see, she had spiritual insight. How would she know that the Lord loved Israel forever? And she prophesied over him. He's made you king to do justice and righteousness. And we know that our King Jesus sits on the throne to do justice and righteousness. Because of the grateful appreciation she had for such a life-changing encounter and receiving such joy from speaking to the king that she gave the king 120 talents of gold, spices in great quantity, and precious stones. There never again came such abundance of spices as the Queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. Now verse 13 says that King Solomon gave the Queen of Sheba all she desired, whatever she asked, besides what Solomon had given her according to the royal generosity. So she received exceedingly, abundantly, 
above all that she could ask or think. Sound familiar? So the Bible says that she returned home with her servants. The queen returned home wealthier than she could imagine, richer than she ever dreamed. She was filled to the brim with all the king's wisdom. Now, this is a beautiful story of how we can come to our king, Jesus, who has all wisdom, and to see the valuable and precious jewels that we can receive from the king. You see, we can pour out our heart to him. We can ask him to reveal mysteries. We can bring our questions, our concerns, just like the Queen of Sheba brought to King Solomon. She, Everything that was in her heart, everything that she had been pondering, she brought it before King Solomon. Every concern, every question, everything. And he answered all of her questions. There wasn't anything that she asked of him that he couldn't give her an answer for. You see, it's a picture of Jesus, our king. The king that we can bring our questions and our concerns and ask him to reveal mysteries. And there isn't an answer that our king cannot provide. Queen of Sheba, she pursued Solomon. She traveled a great, great distance to see this king. And likewise, we have to be willing to pursue our king. She came bearing gifts. The spices that she brought represent the oil of fragrance. She showered him with these spices. But you see, he gave back to her more than she brought. We will always receive more from our heavenly king than we can ever bring to him. Remember, the veil has been torn. We can enter in and ask, seek, and knock. Our Heavenly Father knows how to give good gifts. We know he hears us and desires to give us everything we need. Because we're told in Matthew, Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things shall be added to you. Jesus also said, For it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And we know that everything is in the kingdom. Everything that we would ever possibly need is in the kingdom. So, This is what I hear the Lord saying to us as a body of believers for 2017 and ahead. All right. Now, bear with me. Colors have spiritual significance. And the color red in the scenario of what I saw, the red trucks, the red sports cars, semis, etc., represents... Redemption, power, and war. Now, vehicles of any kind do represent ministry or ministry gifts, whether they're personal 
or for the church. So trucks can mean a powerful ministry, a big ministry, or a deliverance ministry. Semi-trucks are bigger, and they're more powerful. Sports cars can also mean powerful ministry as well. Remember that all these vehicles were moving very fast, and that is significant. The whole time, I only saw one um, red truck parked. It was the only time I saw one vehicle parked, and it was a red truck. Now, camels and caravans are significant as well. Camels speak of being well-resourced. They are also called burden bearers, and they represent journey. So 2017 is going to be a year of acceleration of power in ministries, personal and in the church, for one purpose, the harvest. God is going to propel certain ministries represented by the trucks and the semis that I saw into a higher level of signs, wonders, and miracles. Red, representing power, means more dunamis power will be seen in these ministries. Some ministries will be catapulted into arenas they've never experienced before because the Lord desires that his church be delivered from hindrances and oppressions. This is all for the harvest, redemption. There will be an acceleration of power for intercessory prayer ministries. We are in a season of war, and that requires the church to arise and help bring in the harvest. Intercessors and prophets are burden bearers. They carry the heavy burdens of the church and of their Lord. But they have been mantled with new power in 2017. The Chevrolet trucks in the TV commercial that I saw were brand new 2017 trucks. 2017 will also be a year of caravans. The body of Christ will begin to truly understand the wonder of His Majesty and the precious jewel that He is to us. And that will cause us to move together as pilgrims on a journey. Ministries, listen carefully. Ministries who truly represent the heart of the Father will be well resourced. A caravan moves together. Nobody gets left behind because each part is needed. The Father is looking for those who are willing to work together with an eye towards unity. What took years of plowing and plowing will suddenly turn to reaping. This year, you will reap what you've sown. The word wonder means a feeling of surprise mingled with admiration caused by something beautiful, unexpected, or inexplicable. It also means to be in awe and to feel admiration and amazement. This year will be a season to experience wonder at his greatness and beauty and come into greater intimacy with our king like never before. You see, 
the king is looking for those who are willing to pour out their spices, just like the woman with the alabaster box who poured out her fragrant oil on Jesus. As we gaze upon him with wonderment, we will see the wonders of his power. He is the jewel in our crown, and he desires to conform us and shape us to be the jewels in his crown. We will carry his fragrance in a greater expression. As we pour out our spices, our sweet fragrance upon him, our King Jesus, he will release to us out of his royal generosity his fragrance for us to carry. You will begin to feel the work of the Holy Spirit as he brings us to the potter's wheel for, re- for the necessary refinement. The jewels must carry brilliance. That determines their value. The less impurities, the greater the brilliance. You see, there is a price to pay for the greater anointing the greater expression of dunamis power. The queen of Sheba was willing to pay whatever it cost. And so I admonish you, as we are in 2017 and as we progress through this year, give it all to him. She did, and she received greater in return. Let this be a year where you are willing to give him your all. It will cause you to be a wonder. Yes, a sign and a wonder to the lost souls around you. They will be amazed and so will you. I hope this encouraged you and I hope it challenged you because I really believe that the Holy Spirit is doing a necessary work in his body of believers. And it's a work of refinement. It's a work to refine us, to cause the brilliance of who we are, carrying Jesus in us, the brilliant brilliance of Christ to shine out to a lost and dying world. So I encourage you to go to the website www.pureheart.today and reread this prophetic word for 2017. And while you're on the website, you can read the prophetic word for January about holiness. You can read the dewdrops teaching and the word of encouragement from Evening Whispers. Also, I want to encourage you to sign up for the newsletter. That'll be coming out probably by the end of the week. And again, I want to uh, uh, continue to encourage you to pursue the king and his wisdom. Um, Please let me know what you think of the prophetic word. I'd be um, just tickled to get some feedback about, you know, what you think about the word, how it's touched you. And um, 
please just go to the website and um, you know you can let me know you can email me you can call you can um, uh, sign up for the newsletter and um, so be encouraged for 2017 I really believe it's going to be an incredible incredible year for the church well this is Don Noble and uh, until we meet again shalom shalom Peace be unto you. I'll see you soon.